passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone subscribing, following, of course, listening to the podcast. Leave a rating, leave a review, leave a comment wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be you know, iTunes, Spotify, even YouTube, wherever you're watching this, listen to us, leave a comment. Tucker and I will find those comments, mailbag episode questions. We'll, we'll, we'll use them in an upcoming episode. We appreciate everyone listening. Tucker will hop on in a few minutes with me here. And, and today felt like a day to rev up the conveyor belt at the Eagles quarterback factory. So clearly the Eagles have an issue at the backup quarterback position. We saw that last week. It's really been evident all off season specifically since training camp started, practices, open practice, uh, preseason games. Mariota is just not very good. So there's a, there's a short term, but I'd also say there's still a long-term question mark at the back of quarterback position. Now, Tanner McKee could end up being that, and he's shown promise here in the preseason. I don't want to pretend he hasn't, and there's a chance maybe he is a cost-effective, you know, short-term slash long-term backup quarterback, but he's very raw and you know he's young and he's never played really a meaningful down in the nfl so i I think the eagles should shoot higher and really that's what they've always done at the quarterback position since jeff Lurie has been the owner certainly with howie roseman i mean really it's why jalen hurts is here because the eagles always think big picture always shoot for the moon aren't satisfied and always are constantly thinking about what if we need a quarterback and i know it's very easy right now as a fan to say, the Eagles are going to need a quarterback for a long time. And I generally agree, but that's not how the NFL works. I mean, the NFL doesn't just allow you to get comfortable at the quarterback position. And even if you are, like the Eagles were, let's say, 20 years ago with Donovan McNabb, they still 
invested resources behind Donovan McNabb, and they were able to flip those guys. Those guys played, they helped, and then they flipped them, and then they moved on. I mean, obviously, A.J. Field and all that. So this all brings me to one of the biggest stories in the NFL right now, which is the 49ers effectively giving up on their own Trey Lance ex- experiment. I mean, they traded up for this guy a few years ago. Really, in, in one, it will, what will go down as one of the better NFL drafts in, you know, let's say top 10 or 15 of a draft in years. You go back and look at that draft, Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Rashawn Slater, Micah Parsons, Waddle, incredible, incredible top of the draft. And the 49ers end up with Trey Lance in the midst of all that. A big mistake on their part. He obviously isn't the guy they thought he was. He's not ready. And now they have Brock Purdy, last year's Mr. Irrelevant, and Sam Darnold, someone else's mistake years ago at number three in the draft as their backup quarterback. So all the signs point to the the 49ers trading away Trey Lance and the Eagles should be the team that trades for Trey Lance. There's there's no question in my mind, the Eagles should make an offer and trade for Trey Lance. And I I only see the positives here. I I don't see a negative to taking a flyer on Trey Lance. And I don't expect there to be a gigantic bidding war on Trey Lance. You know, perhaps a bad team will try to get him. Let's say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who right now are, are slept to, roll Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask out there this year. Maybe, maybe they'd be the kind of team to do it. But from their perspective, they can't give up a significant pick because if he stinks, which right now the Niners are telling us he stinks right now, they're giving up a, a high pick in that round next year. Let's say the cost is, I don't even know, is it a fourth? Is it a third that that could, or a fourth that becomes a three if he plays, if he has, I don't even know what the cost is for Trey Lance. I'm thinking, some sort of day two or three pick, a late day two, be a third or a day, or a day three pick in the NFL draft, whatever it is. You know, maybe a team like the Bucks, a bad team, tries to get him. But good teams, I mean, what are they going to do with Trey Lance for the most part, other than my idea for the Eagles? What What is a good team going to do besides give up an asset for a, a backup that you might have to put on the roster? Because do you trust Trey Lance to play right now? Some teams might not. So I don't, I don't know what this market's going to be for him. I think there's an opportunity here for the Eagles to get involved. And here's what's going through my head on this. What's going through my head is how Jalen Hurts got here. And I don't think it's apples to apples. Obviously, Hurts is ascending. Wentz was descending. Uh, Hurts was a, you know, rising prospect. Lance's star has fallen. But the the primary idea was you never are satisfied at the quarterback position. You're always looking for talent. The other one that comes to my mind, and again, not apples to apples, because Donovan at that point of his career, Donovan McNabb, was – older, descending, probably on his last legs, and I think the Eagles knew it. And it was a rare opportunity to bring in a guy like Mike Vick off of everything that happened with him, jail time out of the league, no longer a Falcon, all that. This is almost like those two things, in in essence, a little bit combined, where you see an opportunity here, and Lance isn't probably the athlete that that Vick was, and he wasn't on the upside that Vick does. And also, Hurts is rising, not falling like Wentz, but it's just the idea of bringing in a talented player a player that at one point people thought could be special and and bring him in the system and try to get him up to speed and see if you have something. And if you hit on this, it changes your franchise in, in a couple of ways. Let, let's just go through it. Let, let's say they, they bring Lance in and they resurrect him and they hit. Well, then they have themselves an opportunity for a guy to come in and play if Jalen Hurts gets hurt a guy to sit behind him, he's 23 years old, in case Jalen Hurts has injury issues and for some reason declines. Or, and I think the most likely, you could flip him back. You, you trade a fourth for him, you trade a conditional three for him, and then you flip him if he shows something this year for way more. I mean, a year from now, if the Eagles resurrect Trey Lance and he has to play two games this year and he shows a lot, 
and he's still on his rookie deal, albeit a year plus an option left after this year. You, you don't think a team would say, we'll give you a second round pick for him. Like It could be an investment that yields more down the line. He's not super expensive. Now, he's more expensive than if Tanner McKee worked out, obviously, is a guy that's not making anything in the NFL. But you know, NFL backup quarterbacks these days with any substance, let's say a Jacoby Brissett, for example, they make seven, eight, nine million dollars. I mean, that's that's kind of the way it goes. If the top quarterbacks are going to make 40 or 50, their backups are going to make seven and nine million. So Trey Lance's cap number this year is about nine. I think it's 10 next year. It's not super cost effective, but it's also not out of the you know, it's not on the realm of possibility to fit that in to a smart team salary cap, especially with the way they massage Jalen Hurts's cap number. They could afford in some of these years, if they choose, I mean, they're paying Mariota $5 million. They could achieve, They could afford, and if they choose to go that way, have a quarterback behind Jalen Hurts that makes 6 to 8 or $9 million. This isn't crazy money for a backup quarterback. So the upside is there. The, the idea of an upside is there. The, the, the money isn't that big of a deal. I don't think the cost will be prohibitive. I doubt anyone's offering a second round pick. I, I don't even know if anyone's offered a third round pick right now because of all this. And an important thing, and then we'll get to the aspect of the, the player itself, but just the idea. I, I don't think Jalen Hurts would crater. I don't think Jalen Hurts would blink an eye. I don't think anyone, based on the last year for each of them in the NFL, would actually think this is any threat to Jalen Hurts' job. Now, a year ago, if the Eagles traded for, for Trey Lance, and I remember doing a show actually with John Marks um, about a year and a half ago before last season, and he wanted to trade for Lance, and I, I didn't want any part of it uh, because I just I think the Eagles at that point needed that. I, I wanted to give Hurts the runway to just be the quarterback. But that, that would have been a different story then because that would have felt as competition. This is not competition. Now, one guy was a runner-up for MVP. One guy can't beat out Sam Darnold to be the backup at San Francisco. They're, they're in, they've gone – in totally different tracks in a very short period of time in the NFL. So I don't think it would bother Jalen Hurts at all. Unlike the last quarterback, I don't think it would be an issue. I mean, the guy played at Alabama. They recruited players just as good, if not better than him, behind him all the time, whether it be Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones. The same thing was happening in Oklahoma. This is the life Jalen Hurts has lived. He would, he would get it, and he's better anyway. And then as far as the player itself goes, I have no idea if Trey Lance could play. The funny thing is no one other than the Niners has any idea if he could play. Obviously, they don't believe he can because they're ready to move on from the guy. But we've seen so little in the NFL. I mean, look at Trey Lance and his career. He sat that first year. And then you head into last year, and they basically said he's our unquestioned guy. No question. They told Jimmy Garoppolo to stay home. And then he plays in a monsoon the first game in Chicago. They lose. And by the way, an offensive lineman banged up in that game. Week two, like a half a quarter in, he breaks his leg. And that's it. That's his 49ers career. Obviously, Garoppolo comes back in, plays well. Purdy comes in, plays well. And they want to go with Purdy, which is perfectly fine. I mean, I think the Niners are right to go with Brock Purdy over Trey Lance. They're trying to win a Super Bowl, and Purdy right now is a better quarterback. But the idea that, that we know what Trey Lance is and his career, it, it's, it's written, is ridiculous. I mean, you have to go back decades to find quarterbacks taken this high in a draft that got four starts and we just threw them away. It, it just doesn't happen. And then you look at the player, what we know about him, and his skill set, he's similar to Jalen Hurts in that he is a very gifted athlete, runner, and the throwing needed to come along. And for Hurts, he got reps. That helped him in 2020. Obviously, 2021 getting a full season, and he got better and better and better. I don't know if Trey Lance will get better. I don't know if his work ethic's the same or even close to it, but we have a, a, a system here in Philadelphia that developed – 
a young, raw, athletic quarterback to become a better thrower of the football. And Brian Johnson was obviously a part of that. Now he's the offensive coordinator. Couldn't it be done again, in a sense, to develop this guy as a backup quarterback with some upside? I, I think this is a no-brainer for the Eagles to explore. This excites me way more than giving up draft picks to get Jonathan Taylor a running back. I think there's something here. Could it become a total nothing and he just stinks? Yeah, it could be. But it also could be similar to what happened back in the day with Vic. Similar to happened with Jalen Hurts, where you bring a guy in and people are going to scratch their head in the surface. And then a year later, you have something. It could, you could even go back to A.J. Feely when they flipped him, like Kevin Cobb. Like there's something to the Eagles doing this many times where they have another quarterback behind their quarterback with some pedigree, talent, you know, a thought that he could be good. And they extract it and then either use him on the field or flip him for something else. I'm in. He's only thrown 102 passes in the NFL. He's 23 years old. Go trade for Trey Lance. Bring him in. Tucker, let's rev this quarterback factory back up. It's been too long. What do you think, the idea of trading for Trey Lance? I mean, it's certainly intriguing. And when you talk about the quarterback factory, even though I know a lot of people are excited about Tanner McKee, like that doesn't do it for me, and that's not exciting. But the one thing I look for and the one thing I, I kind of crave in a backup quarterback is reliability. And even though Marcus Mariota has been anything but but steady in this training camp, and you could argue that, that Gardner Minshew was kind of a, a high-variance player during his time backing up Jalen Hurts. I just I, I don't know what the appeal of Trey Lance is right now for a team that's trying to win the Super Bowl. Like, is he coming in to replace Marcus Mariota? Because if that's the case, I don't really like staking this team's chances without Jalen Hurts on a guy with, with four career starts in two seasons. And, and what happens if he gets hurt? Then we're back down to Tanner McKee already. And, and if he's replacing Tanner McKee, and, and he's the third quarterback on this roster behind Hurts and Mariota, and you have like three quarterbacks making seven plus million dollars which you can kind of get away with because Jalen Hurts is, is still kind of on his, his rookie deal. So, but moving forward, like he's going to want more playing time. He's going to want a higher cap number. He's going to want more exposure. And I can't imagine he'd be okay sitting third on the depth chart this year, second on the depth chart next year. And then he's back in free agency and he's gone. And, you know, maybe they can flip him. But in a perfect world, he never touches the field here. If you're the Eagles, I get it. I'm intrigued by Trey Lance, the the prospect. I'm intrigued by Trey Lance, the quarterback. I just wonder if it's really the time for the Eagles to start taking chances when your quarterback already has durability concerns and you're trying to win a Super Bowl. I mean, the one Super Bowl that this team has won, they won because their backup quarterback carried them for a month-long stretch. And maybe Trey Lance can do that. And maybe the 49ers are wrong for giving up on him this early, but... I don't know if the guy can't beat out Sam Darnold for a spot right now. I'm not really excited about the idea of him coming in and, and trying to win big football games if Jalen Hurts isn't playing. Yeah. So the point you made there on, on the Mariota and Lance thing, it's a good one. And it's, it's probably the most, it's the biggest thorn in, in this whole idea is all right, let's say if you get Trey Lance and that the Eagles could obviously get him. Is he the number two? Like, he, can you trust him to win games the way we can't trust Mariota? Probably not. It, it Almost would have to be like 09 in a sense with the Eagles, where you have, you know, let's just use the kind of make the comparison. The quarterback of the team is Jalen Hurts. The quarterback of that team was Donovan McNabb. The backup, I think he started two games that year, was Kevin Cobb. That would be Mariota, even though none of us love that idea. And then the third string 
gadget guy, whatever you want to call it, is, is Mike Vick. Now, it would take a roster spot. And in this case, it's obviously Trey Lance. But it's kind of a long-term play on the quarterback position. It, it would take some roster machinations. You'd have to keep them all, which, you know, that's that changes the equation, obviously, on how you build your roster, practice squad, all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's a lot to it. But I just see a, a former number three overall pick that was talked about as a guy that was raw with upside doesn't fit a team right now because of whatever reason. And I don't even know if the Niners would trade him here after what happened last year in the NFC title game and they're losing quarterbacks. It might be an awkward thing, but if they are looking for a mid round draft pick and they just want to dump this guy and they want to rid themselves of a mistake they made, where they certain the three picks to move up from 12 to three, the Eagles should be waiting with open arms. They've done this before. It has worked. It has worked for varying degrees, helping them win on the field through another trade kind of flipping assets. I don't see the downside other than, what do we do? So if Jalen Hurts gets hurt, is it Mariota or Lance? I mean, it, 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 the reality is neither are comfortable. And I get something with upside here for Trey Lance. I would trade for him today. I think the Eagles should rev up, rev up the, the quarterback factory. It's been too long since so we had a real fun name entering the quarterback factory. I think the Eagles should trade for Trey Lance. What do you guys think? Back tomorrow on WIP Daily. Appreciate everyone subscribing, following, listening. Eagles game tonight. I'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow. Final preseason game. We're only two weeks away from the start of the NFL season. Thank you so much for watching. We'll talk soon right here on WIP Daily.